You're listening to Behind the Viewfinder podcast, where you can relate as client or as service-based entrepreneur. Listen in on behind the scenes of client projects, the latest image capturing trends, and recommendations for your photo or video needs. Here's your host, Andy Coles. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Big thank you to those of you who have... uh, we're brave enough to come back to listen to my podcast. I hope that the last one wasn't too uh, bad or terrible where it may just switch off. Uh, mind you, this is, this is all still kind of relatively new ground for me. So as I work through things, I know that it was a motorcycle blazing through the last clip and birds chirping. Maybe the birds is nice. Maybe it's like, you know, uh, a serene feel instead of having like, a backing track of tranquility of water streams and a babbling brook. <laughs> Anyways, so I hope you guys have had a great week. I hope that uh, things have gone smoothly for you. Uh, this is where um, I'm hoping that after this podcast, things kind of really start to get going for me. I didn't realize how odd this would be talking out loud to myself. Hopefully, as time progresses, this gets a little more natural, and I say, I stop, I refrain from saying um so much and smacking my lips. I've, gotten wa- I've got water here so that it'll prevent me from getting caught in mouth. I don't know why, it's a, is that a thing, getting caught in mouth while you talk to uh, <laughs> an audience? Maybe that's why they have glasses of water in those interviews and such. Anyhow, so I digress. Today, um, today's thought for Thursday, my topic is, I, I was really gung-ho about this one because it's, it's, rel- it's actually kind of for both ends of the spectrum. It's for people who are clients, people who are potential future clients seeking out maybe should I get a photographer, should I get a videographer, and then on the same aspect of, you know, for those of you who are in the business industry of producing that content, you know, what is it that you have to remind some of these people that this is, this is a service that you're paying for, but this is why, let me assure you why you're going to get this kind of quality stuff. So, um, yeah, why <laughs> the, uh, the podcast titles, I'm sure eventually I'll, I'll have working titles until then. Uh, maybe if there's something I say during the, my review of this, I'll title it something like that. But for now, it's basically camera phones versus professional phone or <laughs> professional phones, professional camera phones versus professional cameras. You know, what what will be the apprehensions of somebody who would want to hire a photographer or a videographer for an event? It's to me you know, the, the big things are, right? From birthdays to weddings and, and anniversaries to graduation parties. And naturally, I'm sure uh, some have hosted parties to commemorate these in special occasions. So um, when it comes to planning one, though, I mean, it's understandable that you would look at various ways to cut costs, right? I mean, everyone's trying to, you know, find the most creative way to still deliver on the package aspect, but at the same time, save money, right? I mean, I get it. We, we do the budget thing, we're always budgeting thing, we're looking for deals where we can. Especially for myself, I mean, I'm trying to, I try to find used gear that still delivers the same quality of somewhat, but you know, where it's not breaking the bank per se. And so 
sometimes you might find yourselves getting fewer flowers or, or uh, a chicken dish instead of beef or shrimp and all these things to keep a few dollars in your wallet or maybe for the next event or something like that. Perhaps the, the most tempting detail to skip out on is the, uh, you know, the event photographer, the videographer. I mean, after all, right, we all have phones in our pockets that in some cases, some would say that would rival professional cameras, right? I think there are some hacks out there on YouTube or Pinterest where they uh, recommend placing Polaroids or I don't even know if they have disposable cameras anymore, but something up to that effect on the table so that like your party guests can take their own photos then hopefully you get all that back and then you develop them and then you know you kind of sift through the, <laughs> the good ones and trying to make sense of what some of the bad ones were. I'm not bashing this because this is a route that some of us take as we're like learning into get into the field of photography and videography but like maybe someone says oh yeah my cousin says he's pretty good with the camera and he could take pictures during your big day like he'll do it you know and granted yes there's there's a slight off chance that maybe this person will deliver because if there's any photographers or videographers out there you're probably that person right I mean I know personally I was I, I kind of stand stood in the background I didn't really promise on anything but I, I delivered you know I had some stuff to give to them and that's just that's kind of the thing so but I'm just saying like all in all, cutting these costs, trying to, to nickel and dime things. Unfortunately, I would say that these are bad ideas. Most of them. I mean, the exception of the, like the, the cameras at the tables, I still kind of find those fun because they're like little hidden treasures that you get. You know, people snapping pictures of things that obviously like if you had an event photographer or whatever, they wouldn't be at 100 spots at one time. So that's okay. Semi-decent, but still overall though, if you want you know, quality of something to hang on the wall, get printed on um, canvas or mugs or a mouse pad, you're gonna want a professional photographer. So it's, it, to me, I would say it's very crucial to have someone like a photographer or a videographer, but you can maybe cut costs a little bit on like not having as much flowers at the table or like the most expensive and lavish main chorus. But as long as like you have someone there to capture the moments, I mean like that'll last for a long time. People will not, you know, I mean, yes, they'll talk about the food they had, but it's not gonna be mentioned like years and years later. You know, cause there's gonna be some other wedding or party that they go to and they're like, oh yeah, we had this and that. You know, we had this and we had that and da 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 you know. But with photos, like people can like, you can post those, you can, you can have them printed, you can look back on them, and that will stir up just a mix of emotions. Things that happened, things that uh, occurred that day, um, or, or transcended, that's stuff that, you know, it, it's worth it in that sense. Like I said, like skimping out on your event photography can be extremely tempting, but I mean, here's a few reasons why um, you shouldn't go down that route. And then these are just kind of some ideas that I think I'm tossing out there that are high level. And there might be a few others that are out there, but these are what I think are very like the crucial ideas or I'm sorry, like, yeah, crucial reasons basically that you shouldn't skip out on, uh, you know, professional basically. There's, there's this real big common misconception that photography is nothing more than just like pointing a camera and clicking a button. 
And the other biggest conception is the bigger the camera or the longer the lens, the better the photos. That's <laughs> far from the truth, far from the truth. Um, but here's the thing about photography. Um, you may have the fanciest camera gear, but if you don't know how to use it, your pictures are gonna end up looking terrible. And it's actually kind of like a magnifying glass in that sense, because if you don't know how to operate your camera and you don't know how to you know, do the proper editing tools, it's just gonna magnify your mistakes and the fact that you don't know what you're doing, right? Because obviously, if you were, if you were a, you know, just some kid off the street playing a major league game, it's gonna be on national TV because it's pro level, it's gonna be magnified, it's gonna be out there. There's some things to consider. Like a good photographer takes the time to, to really assess the situation. They want to get like the right lighting, the angles, and then, you know, also to the fact too is that they have to consider, you know, the weather condition for that day because sometimes, I mean, a lot of times we all think, right, when we're not, you know, trained in that aspect, we think, sunny days are the best you know afternoon we think oh it's plenty of light there shouldn't be any shadows and we'll be see everyone's eyes but wrong everyone's squinting or it's creating like really harsh shadows now so it looks like everyone has this dramatic blacked out eye look and you know it's just it's not easy but the more time that a, a photographer has they're able to basically just adjust to the situation and scenario like in a matter of minutes sometimes seconds you know just to like compose and perfectly execute the shot that is going to be posted on instagram or printed on a frame or for a frame on the wall contrary to popular belief the camera doesn't magically just set itself there are a lot of dials a lot of settings there are a lot of things to take in consideration and really someone who's been doing this for a long time they know by trial and error, like what works. They know how to read their camera readout. They know in a split second decision, like, oh, this is gonna happen at this moment. My shutter speed needs to be like heck of a lot faster so I can just freeze everything. Just completely freeze, no motion blur, just crisp detail to show you exactly what happened. And there's a lot of things that go with it because you, you shut down the shutter speed, all of a sudden you're not laying off light. And, and so there's a lot of components that play with it. So. Then, I mean, there's also the, the other aspect of it. You know, there's the editing and cutting and the creation of your album because uh, with iPhones or, or smartphones, you can do some editing, light editing, but in actuality, I mean, it's hard to really work with the data that the phone captures, right? It's Hey, what's up? I'm breaking up this podcast real quick just to let you know, did you download the Anchor app? I'm also featured on Radio Republic, Breaker Audio, Pocket Cast, even Google Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to get those so you can listen to my latest podcast as soon as possible. Also, make sure to visit my Instagram at TVF Photos. Back to Behind the Viewfinder Podcast. It, most cameras these days on a cell phone are 10 megapixels, 12 megapixels at best. I think Galaxy right now, uh, the time of this release that the Galaxy S20 has a 20 pixel camera on their phone. Now 20, pixel, 20 megapixels is pretty, pretty amazing actually because the professional grade cameras for entry level is about 24, 26 uh, megapixels per camera. So anyways, we're not gonna dive into that right now, but you're not gonna get someone to be able to really like carve out the picture 
from their phones. Everything will just look flat, nothing will pop. And granted, yes, there's the, the you know portrait image that you have on some of the phones now, that portrait session, it blurs up the background, but I hate to tell you this, nine times out of 10, you can tell when it was shot with a phone. It just, it looks really, really bad because the, the, the edges, the feathering, it starts to go into the hair or this face and it just doesn't look really natural. It doesn't look great to me personally. And it's like, it's nice having your phone, but would that be something you want on print? Mm, hey, maybe not. Yeah, so then also basically getting back to, you know, the day of the event stuff that, you know, these professionals, you know, they've had, you know, maybe months or years experience of working these type of events. So they basically know, like they know the flow of a party, you know, hey, here's the birthday party. They just, you know, smashed the pinata. Now comes the birthday cake blowing session. So they change lenses or whatever. They got to be in those moments. They got to be in those spots. Or maybe they know because, you know, the, you know, the cutesy bride and groom shots are going to be getting ready to walk down the aisle or, or they're going to be stuffing their faces with cake, whatever. This is just basically product and knowledge that's basically worked over time after time after time of studying, you know, what gets the best shot what gets the money makers as, as what to say right so and then the other thing to take in consideration is beside their skill set like an expertise of a professional photographer or a videographer they also ensure that they always have a plan b what does that mean i mean think about this what if your cousin that you hired or volunteered their their camera fails the day before the event or maybe they're sick and ends up not able to show up to the party or what if their battery doesn't last as long? Or maybe their, their memory card, they don't know that it's gonna take a lot of photos, so now they run out of photos, you know, basically a half hour into the, the day, you know, you still have a couple hours to go, to go. Or what if your photos from your guests just took, were like too blurry and out of focus or just plain out like bad, like, you know, you get a double chin or the wrong angle or something like that. I mean, what's worse is that what if like, the person that you had that's you know volunteering their hard drive or their sd card memory card gets corrupted the, these are all possibilities the what-ifs will happen and you'll lose photos some of the happiest moments like you'll ever make um, so you know why why leave that up to chance hiring a professional means hiring of a backup plan basically they'll have contacts to reach out to in case they can't make it to your event, and more importantly, they'll have copies of anything and everything that they capture. And literally, I, I can attest to this, I have backups of backups, basically, just in case the computer stuff goes wrong, like my hard drive goes wrong, or my external drive goes wrong, I have backups of backups, basically. So that's, and then, you know, in my contingency for my, my contracts as well, as I basically say that, I will show up. If I can't show up for whatever reasons, I will have something that shows up in my place. And then of course I'll notify the, the parties that be, but for the most part, I will be there. And if worst case scenario, someone that's of high caliber will be there to, you know, fulfill my duties. This is like what we have to do as you know professionals. We have to basically have a reputation because really in this kind of industry, it's hard, right? There's, there's a ton ton of photographers, ton of videographers. And the reality is we can post on Instagram or websites or whatever it is to come hire us. But in reality, it's going to boil down to our reputation. Someone said, Hey, I had, 
I had Joe Schmo here. He did my photos, my videos. They were great. Check these out, you know, and then, or maybe the other aspect of it, maybe as a, you know, guest, you're there and you're watching, you're like, wow, these guys are just everywhere. They're like making sure they're, they got it, you know? Then you'll go up to so-and-so hosting the party, like, hey, like, who are these guys? Like, they, they are awesome. I, you know, we're going to have my birthday party. I really want to hire them, you know? So this is their livelihood. So if they don't care about that kind of stuff, they might as well just say goodbye because they won't last long in this kind of industry if they don't have those kind of contingencies to basically have backup plans, right? The other thing too to keep keep in mind, I mean, some events only happen once. Um, you'll only have one 50th wedding anniversary. anniversary. Gosh, I can't even talk. Uh, you'll have only one 18th birthday and, um, you know, in the most case, hopefully only one wedding day, you know, and, and hardly any of your guests will notice if you reduce the budget on the cake, uh, the flowers, or even the decorations, you know, they'll see a few of them here and there and oh, that's beautiful. That's nice. But photos, especially in the digital age right now, um, when pictures are immediately published on Facebook and Instagram or like the stories without a doubt, guests will remember their photos if they're poorly lit or out of focus and downright terrible. On, on the other hand, incredible photos um, we'll have talking about your event for ages to come. Like, oh my gosh, that was a beautiful day. Uh, you know, Aunt uh, Lisa, she looked amazing. Oh my gosh, uh, Uncle Charlie hasn't moved like that since, you know, we saw that spider come out of the bathroom, whatever, and he's dancing on the dance floor now, whatever, you know? You want to basically have those moments to basically look back and not have to squint and try to find out exactly what, what was happening in that moment. Because another thing too is that photographers, we're trained or videographers, we're at, trained to, to tell a story through our, our capture, right? That's our art, that's our craft. We want to tell a story with what's happening within the photo. We don't want you just to look as if you're a bystander and you're just sitting from a seat. Uh, and I will say that there are some creative photos that come from maybe that aspect, but in all, all honesty though, we're trained to tell a story of what's happening so that you can piece all these things together. So to kind of like wrap this up, I mean, once the cake has been cut, once the open bar has run dry and all of your guests have gone home, the only thing that you have left is your photos. And those are the things that are gonna run on, you know? These images will tell a beautiful story of celebration, happiness, gratitude, and love. And, you know, why, why would you wanna skip out on that? You know, that, that's something amazing. And if you really want to keep the memories that you'll make for the rest of your life, then don't pull the plug on a professional. They, they may put a dent in your bank account, but trust, trust me when I say this, you won't regret it. There's, you know, a handful of uh, maybe weddings I've been to personally where I've had meals that stood out, but in all honesty, the, one wedding is just like the other. But when I look back, especially now, you know, I mean, there's throwback to like, you know, my aunts and uncles will find photos of when I was the Paul or the ring bearer or coin bearer, whatever. And you look back and like, wow, these are awesome photos. And it tells a story of like, wow, look, look how young I looked or look how fit I was or look, you know, or gosh, look how much weight I've lost since then. You know, these are, these are great things that you're able to look on a treasure 
month after month, year after year, just way down the line. It's a huge, huge investment. And, you know, and as I mentioned before, you know, you maybe you don't have shrimp, maybe you don't have beef, maybe you don't have carne asada, but you know what? Chicken tastes just as good, you know? So that's, that's basically what I want to leave you with. Like I said, there are probably a plethora of other reasons I can say, you know, why you should, um, hire uh, an event photographer or a videographer, you know, that's, that's that aspect of it, that from my point of view. And if you have any, I guess, maybe relatable stories, maybe you yourself have, you know, you hired somebody and you're thankful, like, wow, yeah, you know what, we actually lost so-and-so in our family a couple years ago, and now we have these treasured, great detailed photos to have, you know? And same thing too, I mean, like, gosh, like years and years ago, taking family portraits was a thing. And sometimes, you know, a lot of these families who lose people, you know, unfortunately, and on timely circumstances, they have to rely on stuff from like way back when. And you're lucky maybe if, you know, you're, those photos haven't had any kind of damage to them in this time, you know? So very fortunate in this time of age where we have the digital process. And so those are just things also to keep in mind, you know? Um, so if you've been on any side of that where you wish you would have had this or you you did have that and it was just really amazing to you, you know, send that send that my way. Let me know. Um, I think on the Anchor podcast app, you're able to record yourself asking a question or saying something and then I can just play it over, play it back if you want on this podcast and then I can, you know, go ahead and, and talk about that a little bit. So that's it for now. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Gosh, that was that would seem like 20 minutes. Wow. 20 some odd minutes. I thought it was going to be a 15 minute mark. I guess we'll try to wrap that up quicker next time. Anyhow, thanks for sticking around. Uh, we'll check, we'll st you know, sticking with you or we'll check in with you next Thursday. Hopefully I'm less, um, uh, tongue tied and mumbling over myself until then catch you on the flip side. Be sure to check out next week's episode. Until then, happy clicking.